Welcome aboard, all you ground troops spinning around smartly on the planet we call home, Gaia, Terra. We're Terrans, living on Terra. Maybe we're Gaians. I don't know. This is Earth. Hey, this is Paranormal Research with Aquarian Radio and TJ Morris ET Radio, and we're syndicating. So glad to have you aboard. This is American Communications Online, and... We just lost Jamie, so I guess he'll be back here in a minute. But I bet I can find Janet Carroll Lesson. Uh, Janet, can you hear me now? Yes or no? Let's see here. Okay. Why is this not working? Am I going to have to call back in myself? Probably so. Okay. So am I not being Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yay. There you are. Yes, I can hear you now. Jamie was here, but go ahead and introduce yourself maybe he'll come right back in in a minute <laughs> go ahead miss janet want to introduce yourself oh can you hear me yes hear now me? i can <laughs> yeah jamie is going to have to call back in but can i hear you yes i can hear you can you hear me miss janet there's Jamie, so we'll get uh, Janet back on here. Janet, you're coming in and out, sweetie, so we're, we're going to, well, he's calling me. That must be Janet. Let's see. Okay. I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. I can hear you. Okay, so I'm here, Santa Care Lessons from Maui, Hawaii. And uh, we have a really good show with Jamie Mauricio. What is that? What's that phone call? What is that music? That what was Jamie that? calling okay. in. Jamie Mauricio. Really? Yes, I didn't know made that Hello. noise. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Let me introduce you. We're all chaotic today. It must be retrograde, whatever. Something's retrograde. <laughs> anyway. Yay. <laughs> I'm retrograde. I don't know. <laughs> so we, today we have uh, Jamie Mauricio and Valerie McLaughlin, and Jamie is an author and researcher, and he wrote the book Beyond 2012, Watch Where You're Going. He felt a divine inspiration and a calling to write this book, and about two months prior, the entire story was somehow magically implanted in his mind, and he could not get it out of his head. Now I'm getting some feedback. Does somebody have a wind machine going? Not, not I. Uh, not I. Okay. Anyway, I'll power through it. Uh, a lot of people get these downloads. Musicians and artists and authors. There it goes. Uh, it wasn't until that day in August when he experienced a unique calling from someone he just couldn't say no to that he began writing. So Jamie is originally from New Bedford, Massachusetts, and he holds a degree in chemical engineering and an MBA. And while working as an engineer and business professional, he researches and maintains an interest in metaphysics, consciousness, religion, history, and ufology. And Jamie, Valerie's going to join us at the top of the next hour. And I don't really Correct. have a bio for Valerie because she's shy, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> both Jamie and Valerie are working on this conference. And it's coming up April 26th to the 28th called X-Filers United. And we're going to be talking about the conference and the people that are coming and the vision. 
And I guess that's all I want to say back to you too, Jay. Ready to bring Jamie on? Although Jamie yeah, said Jamie, hi a I can hear him. Jamie, Jamie, say your Hello. name properly. Is it Mauricio? Jamie? That is correct, Mauricio? yes. Yes. Cool. yes. Hello, this is uh, Jamie Mauricio, and I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Now, this is Janet Carolesson, and I'm Teresa J. Morris. But T.J. Morris, you can say T.J. or Jamie, just our voices. So we got two hours set up here, maybe a while till your partner, Valerie McLaughlin, comes on. I believe the last hour, possibly, from her cell phone from wherever she's going to be driving back to. So Correct. tell us, where are you located and where does she live? And then we'll get you started on your background. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I'm located, I live in Rhode Island. I moved to Rhode Island in 1999 and have been here since. I live in the Newport area, uh, which is a lovely part of the state, and um, and that's where I'm located. Great. And where does Valerie live? Uh, Valerie lives, she lives in Providence, Rhode Island, and, um, and it's a pretty small state, so you can drive across all of Rhode Island within about 45 minutes. But uh, yeah, she's in Providence, and the actual conference that um, – you mentioned X-Files United, which is next weekend. It will be held in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is kind of in between uh, where I live in Newport and where Valerie is in, in Providence. Great. Now, can you help us out with – tell us a little bit about who you are because all of us are paranormal researchers, but uh, tell me how you uh, got started. Did you get started from birth or elementary or high school or college or a job or – you just fell into it one day. <laughs> yeah, I kind of fell into it in, in many ways. I, you know, there were some signposts I called them along the way that I, I ignored. But I grew up, you know, my upbringing was very, pretty much normal, very American-ish. I would say I was, you know, I grew up in lower middle class family, and I grew up, um, you know, with the, the kind of mantra that uh, you do good in school. Get a good job, um, work hard, climb the corporate ladder, you know, pay your bills, church on Sunday, barbecues and, and ball games on the weekend, life's tough and then you die, and that's kind of how things go, uh, wow. like so many of us. And uh, so I was, you know, I, 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 as you mentioned, I attended uh, university, I got a degree in chemical engineering, I was working as an engineer, um, and then acquired, went into finance, acquired my MBA. And I was working at a you know, great company, and one day this idea of um, the the story was in my head, a book. And I was very much a, a math uh, math and science guy, not very much on the art side. And so one morning I woke up, and, and this whole story was in my head, of, uh, and it was a book. And it had, it's a science fiction book that, that I ended up writing, and it's got a spirituality component to it. And um, I woke up that morning and told my wife that this idea was in my head, this book, and it wasn't a dream. It just somehow magically implanted there. And I, I write about this in the forward of the book. I, I basically ignored, ignored that, uh, you know, this, this, wherever it came from, this whole story and for months. Um, and then that one day in August, something happened um, where it was almost like a universe, a divine intervention, whatever you want to call it, basically said, no, you, you need to write this book. And, and as a result of writing the book, I, fell into the paranormal. I fell into, I, 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 what I call as I awakened, I, I started realizing, wait a minute, there's, there's more to life here. There's more than just what you see on your CNN or your, your, your news show that you watch. Um, and what, you know, and, and what we've been taught. And so that's when I, um, really dove right into the, to the paranormal and the ufology and, and, and quite frankly, more, a lot more of the spirituality, which I think they're all, they're all connected. 
Great. Well, Janet, go ahead. Uh, is your book uh, is it's fictional, right? You're, but it's based on fact, or what is this? Tell us about your book. It says, uh, let's see, something about the Haldron Collider in Geneva. Hadron. And uh, Hadron. Hadron. Collider Hadron. <laughs> Is it Hadron or ha- whatever she said? Hadron. Hadron. What did I say? Hadron. Anyway, sorry. Hadron. 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 Anyway, the collider. The collider. The Hadron Collider. And it, it, uh, it went out of control. It went out of control. And, and the black hole formed. And it's consuming the earth and the world could be destroyed. And oh my. So anyway, you have this whole story. Um, yes. Tell us about it. Tell us about your book, yes. Yeah, certainly. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for asking. So the story is really about, um, and it's called Beyond 2012, and it was written, I started writing it in 2008, and it was really about, um, you know, first of all, it begs the reader to ask, you know, what's important in life, but the, the science fiction part of the book basically is about these four lifelong friends um, with different faiths. One, one is an atheist, one is a Buddhist, one is a Muslim, and one is a, a Catholic. And this large, the large hadron collider goes awry, as you mentioned, and it forms a micro black hole. And the scientists are doing everything they can to contain this black hole. Um, and, and, and for those who don't know, the large hadron collider is basically uh, a 17-mile uh, circle under the ground in Switzerland that, that was built uh, years back to basically find what's called the Higgs boson particle. And they're smashing atoms at high speed, almost at the speed of light. And they're looking at these small subatomic particles that are coming in and out of this dimension to also figure out, you know, how things are traveling through the different dimensions and discovering, you know, different uh, subatomic particles and basically the Higgs boson, which 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 make, makes up matter in essence, or is a is a, is a the God particle they call it, it's the particle that makes everything. So um, in the story, that it goes awry, they create a black hole. And the um, you know they tell the people of the world that this is happening, and so there's massive panic. And these four lifelong friends of different faiths who are living throughout the U.S. Uh, make it back to the hometown they grew up, which is near near Boston. And they come together and they debate in the, during the course of the book whose whose faith is right, what will happen. You know the atheist saying nothing will happen, or you know it's just blackness. Um, and then the other saying no, there's more. And the Buddhist giving each one giving their perspective. Um, and as you read the story, uh, one of the main characters, um, he, uh, he, he's crushed in one of the buildings that collapses, and you think maybe he's, he's, he is not with us any longer, but he wakes up and he's in this tunnel with all these people and um, all different parts of the world, and they, they see images on the wall of this tunnel. Everyone sees images from their own life, and the main character walks in this tunnel, and the very, very far end of the tunnel, there's a light. So everyone's kind of walking towards there, and he's meeting people. Uh, along the way and everyone has different perspectives of their life and some are seeing images and some people are realizing wow why did I do that or why didn't I do this uh, you know and then we when the main character gets to the light everyone's going into this light he it, 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 it realizes that um, you know becomes one with the universe it's kind of this universal consciousness this peace um, and he, he feels connected with everyone and everything and much more empathy and much more compassion and just just connected with this universal love and energy realizes that, you know, God or whatever you, you know, the universal being, whatever you want to, you know, name you want to give it, um, is, is all love and, and connectedness with everything. And, but he wakes up, he hasn't passed. 
and what you realize is that he had this 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 unconscious dream while he was you know um, being rescued, and essentially uh, many people around the world have had the similar experiences where they they feel connected, and basically humankind is going through this evolution process evolutionary process where they're becoming more connected, and these people that have had these experiences, like the main character uh, in the book, um, basically become these these messengers or these enablers for the world to transform with with more love, compassion, and connectedness, and realizing you know that there's more than just um, you know what the mainstream has kind of been telling us for so long, and kind of the ego the ego driven society that that we've um, that we've created. All right, what'd you think of that, Janet? And that came all in a download, so it sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what makes it unique, unique. What so a really download! Unique. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm curious really? with all that. What what religion were you raised in? You know, because we look at your our imprinting, and when we come in, we are typically imprinted with the uh, the culture and the religion that well, you know, we're born into. He's, well, he's no, American. within America, we have religion. So what religion, we, religion? what religion were you born into? Can you hear so, me? Yeah I, was, yeah, I can, yeah, I was born in, uh, as a Catholic, so I was raised uh, as a Catholic and actually still practice the faith, to tell you the truth. Well, I still attend service, and um, it's made this – writing the book and the what it's led me to, all the research that I've done and all the experiences I've had because of – because of writing the book, has made me actually more spiritual um, than I said I was previously. Wow, me well, that's too. interesting. Like so he's a Catholic and a good Catholic. Well, Jamie, is it J A I M Y, and do you have a middle initial or a middle name? No middle name, and that is correct. Yeah, my first name is correct. Yes. J A I M Y, folks. M A U R I C I O. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. And we're talking about a book named Beyond 2012. Is that the name, and where can they get it? Yeah, absolutely, yep. It's Beyond 2012, Watch Where You're Going, and it's certainly available on Amazon, um, the Barnes & Noble website, um, also my publisher's website, Outskirts Press. Um, they, they, um, you can search there, and it's available there, but Amazon's probably the easiest for the listeners if you just Google my name or Look for Beyond 2012. Watch where you're going. Uh, you'll definitely see it there. And both <laughs> Watch where you're Kindle going. And <laughs> both Kindle, Kindle and uh, paperback. Yes. Wow. Well, Janet, Beyond 2012. Watch where you're going. So that is available on Amazon or Kindle or Outskirts Press, folks, by Jamie Mauricio. Back to you, Janet Carolesson of Maui, Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Jamie, I wanted to know more about this uh, conference, and you and um, Valerie came up with this idea together, or did she come up with it? And then tell us about the conference. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, the the conference is called X Files United uh, in, in Rhode Island, and it's April 26, 27, 28, three days, and we have some fabulous, awesome speakers that I'm excited about. It's in, at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is an awesome venue. It's a beautiful hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, really, yeah. about an hour, yeah, about an hour south of Boston, about uh, five minutes from the, the Rhode Island Providence Airport, um, and it was really a convention that Valerie—it's uh, all Valerie's doing. 
and I just met Valerie actually in December for the first time. She 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 has been working on this for well over a year and a half now, um, and she's a big fan of the X Files show. So she wanted to put on a conference um, for X Files fans, all things related to the t- television show, the X Files. So all things paranormal, covering UFOs, extraterrestrials, cryptozoology, basically a lot of the topics that the the X Files show covered. And um, I, I have attended many conferences over the years as part of my research um, throughout the U.S. And when I, w- I search for conferences locally, you know, there's several in New England that pop up, but this is the first in Rhode Island that I had seen. So I, she had her email available, so I reached out to her, and um, we met in December. And I said, hey, anything I can do to help you bring this, you know, make this a reality and help make it a success, I'm happy to do that. So um, I've helped value certain things as I can, basically – um, the website, I helped develop the website for her. I reached out to different folks, I think you all, and that's how we ended up on your radio, so we appreciate you having us on to get the word out about the conference. Um, and so I've just been helping her, but really it's her her um, her idea. And on the website, which is called X-Filers United, that's F-I-L-E-R-S-U-N-I-T-E-D, xfilersunited.com. Um, you'll see the program, and we have a fantastic program uh, list of speakers there. Uh, we have different folks from experiencers, um, you, know, abduct, you know, abductees or experiencers. We have um, several folks from the paranormal um, field, Greg and Dana Newkirk, who recently came out with a movie. They've been researching for over a decade now, Paranormal Events. They have a movie called uh, Hellier, which is about a town in Hellier, Kentucky, that that they did some research in, and that's on Amazon, I believe. Now it came out uh, within the last two months. Um, also on the paranormal side, there's a Paul Eno. Uh, Paul has, has been in the industry for over 40 years. He's worked with um, Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, some some notable people. He's been, you know, he's been on uh, with our Coast to Coast with Art Bell. He's done television shows. He's, um, you know, a really well-known researcher, so excited to have him there as well. Um, we have some mediums as well. We have Gary McKinstry who is a uh, local medium out of Massachusetts. He's going to be there doing some special events as well as speaking. He's going to, um, you know, help people connect with loved ones that may have passed. So they'll, he'll be there as well. Um, we also have um, the uh, film uh, director and producer of the Bridgewater Triangle, uh, which is also available, I think, on Amazon and, and maybe Netflix too, I believe. Um, but basically that's about a region within uh, Massachusetts called Bridgewater, where there's been over the over the years uh, sightings and um, cryptos, you know, cryptozoology uh, sightings. Um, there've been um, you know, it's, it's a it's a well-known area within the Massachusetts area called the Bridgewater Triangle. And Aaron Cajou, who is the filmmaker, uh, will be there and will be showing the film on the Friday evening. Um, and then on the cryptozoology side, we have some fantastic researchers um, in that field. Timothy Renner, who wrote a book called The Bigfoot. Uh, in Pennsylvania, he will be there speaking. We have Joshua Cutchin and Colin Schneider. Um, we're excited to have them come speak on the cryptozoology side as well. Um, and then, and then on the UFO side, on the ufology piece, uh, we have Tom Reed. Who, for those who don't know Tom Reed, he um, is out of Massachusetts, and there was uh, a sighting. Um, and this is the 50-year anniversary. This is back in 1969 where he, there was a sighting of a UFO and the actual governor of the state of Massachusetts in 2015, became, they, they basically put up a monument and officially uh, documented the, the site as historically significant and true. 
Um, so that's located in Massachusetts, and it's called uh, UFO, Monu- um, UFO Monument is what it's called. So Tom Reed, who was, um, you know, part of that encounter, he will be there and be speaking. He's been um, on several TV shows as well. Uh, and then we have several folks who have, uh, again, experiences and, and uh, also, you know, claim to have been abducted. Um, and they'll be there as well um, to speak about their experiences. Uh, Mike Stevens, um, Suzanne Chancellor will be there, again, all on the website. Uh, and then la- lastly, if I may mention, you know, the show, is, again, is about um, the X-Files. Um, just two things. Tim Weisberg, who's, who we're ex- really excited to have, he's going to be the convention MC. He does it for over uh, uh, almost a decade now. Uh, he's done a show called uh, Spooky South Coast. Um, on on the radio, and so he's the he's going to be there as the MC. And then uh, from the X Files television show, we also have Dean Haglin, uh, one of the um, one of the actors on the television show known as the Lone Gunman. He will be there for um, for the three days uh, of the conference, and he'll be uh, speaking and also presenting his documentary film um, as well. And uh, he'll be there for autographs and photo opportunities as well. So quite the lineup. Um, we have seances, we have all kinds of stuff planned, so and the schedule is also on, on the website. Excellent. Wow, congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Rhode Island Convention, folks, X-F-I-L-E-R-S if you're paying attention, and that's colon forward slash forward slash the X like on the alphabet, dash, F-I-L-E-R-S, U-N-I-T-E-D dot com. April 26th, 7th, and 8th at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island. Get your tickets. You can get them on uh, where they get their tickets. <laughs> Give me a ticket. Yeah, yeah, where I get a ticket? <laughs> on the site? Absolutely. Yeah, the, t- yeah the tickets are through Eventbrite. There's a link on the site to Eventbrite. Also list the www.eventbrite.com. So X-Files United, if you search X-Files United on Eventbrite, you'll see it there. But there's a link as well on the, on the um, conference website. Um, to purchase tickets, um, and um, you know Valerie, she's she's fun of the operation. She's done it all, and she's uh, you know it's it's she's not no profit for her, but basically she's made it very affordable so that we get as big a turnout as possible for the three full for all three days. It's only sixty dollars to see all the speakers across Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and attend the events uh, for two days. If someone wishes to only attend two of the three days, that's forty five dollars, and then one day. One day just to see one, you know, one one day for speakers, it's thirty dollars. How did you get Dean Hagelin? I mean, he is like my hero in X Files, next to, of course, Mulder. <laughs> so Dean is known <laughs> all over as Langley, folks, the Lone Gunman. So he played on the Fox TV series X Files and the spinoff series Lone Gunman. But uh, is that you or Valerie that got Dean? Does he live up there or something? Or are you guys paying him to come in from L.A.? What's up with you that? Know, Valerie, that was all Valerie. She reached out. She reached out to him, um, and and basically, uh, you know, communicated with him, and then basically he agreed. And yeah, we are flying him out. He lives, I believe, somewhere in central U.S. Um, or maybe southern Canada. I forget now where where he's coming from, in from. Um, but yeah, we, Valerie is. We're flying him in uh, for the convention, and uh, so that was Valerie's doing. I. I I reached out to a bunch of local contacts and folks that I knew um, based on all the conferences I had attended over the last decade and research I had done 
So maybe about half of the folks I was able to reach out and help Valerie um, secure about half of the speakers, and the other half she she uh, had procured all on her own. The, the New Kirks are another uh, big name that she's worked she worked with them, and um, she's she's uh, they're coming in from Ohio, I believe, and um, they'll be there Friday and, and and Saturday, or and but presenting basically Friday evening. And they, they're going to have this good. He 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 did Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. Are you familiar with him? I've not read his book. I have not met, met him yet. Valerie Valerie works to get him, so I'm excited to meet him. They're flying in, I believe, Thursday evening, both he and Joshua Cutchin. Um, and then Colin, I, I think, is flying in on, on Thursday evening as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to meet a lot of these folks that, that, um, that I haven't met before. Nice. Janet, want to talk about paranormal? <laughs> How many researchers do we know, Janet? A few. Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> you are a researcher, right? And you're a paranormal researcher, and you're going to be a key player. Can you uh, hear me? Player. Oh, now I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have Go this ahead. toggle. I, sometimes I'm, I'm uh, toggled off. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about some of the specific things because this is a very exciting uh, conference that you're having. So we had Paul Eno on our show a couple weeks ago. And he was fascinating. Have you have you yeah. met all these people, or, or is this the first time you're going to meet some of these people? I, I have met about half of the people that are speaking. We have a total of about 18 um, speakers for the weekend, and I have I, I know about half of them that I've met. Right. So um, he was very he was fascinating. I, I recommend going back and listening. And I can't remember what all he said, but he's a, yeah. a paranormal researcher, and he. He's able to see the beings and interact with them and have discussions with them. So that's always yep. that's always fascinated me. Now, any of these uh, people that do the seances, I was just uh, watching on YouTube. Some some people who do seances actually channel the voices of the deceased, and their their voice comes through. So, for example, they had um, oh they had some historical figures that we had their recordings of their actual voice. Oh, Sir Arthur, you can Google this on YouTube, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And there's several oh. psychics that when they channeled Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, his actual voice and intonation and accent and everything came through. And so you could compare the recording of the actual, uh, there was only one movie made of uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, in 1927, so you had him, his recording, and then you had these. Do any of your psychics uh, pull in the voices? I don't see that happening anymore, but apparently that was how the uh, channeling was back, or you know, in the 1800s and the uh, early to mid 1900s. What are you, what are you aware of, or is this just? Um, well, Gary, oh, I think your, your mother. Coming, Gary's Well, coming. I don't he know. I, medium. I don't know stuff. if yeah. he actually has their voice. Or uh, he's I just saying, I sent so-and-so, yeah. Yeah, Gary will be helping people connect with those who have passed. I, I spoke with Gary, but I didn't ask him that specifically. I don't believe he channels the specific voices. I, I can't say for certain, but I don't believe he does. Um, but he can certainly help people connect, and he, he's, um, you know, he's been doing he's it for quite some deal. time now. Yeah, he's a real deal. Right. And, um, he's a real deal. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, he you know, relaying facts that only, only, the, only the person – um, and the deceased would have known, uh, helping them, you know, find closure. He, he's, 
you know, shared some remarkable stories on how he's done that with several folks. Um, you know, he was telling one story how he, you know, he met with one family um, and he, he sat down with them and they wanted to know about their dad. And he said, uh, right away, he said to them, without even hearing anything from the family or knowing, he said, I'm telling you, I'm just getting this message from your dad that says the, the, it wasn't the morphine that killed me. And the family just broke down, and what Gary didn't know, and what, which is what he heard from from the deceased father uh, to the children, was that they had thought that maybe the the, the um, medical staff had over, you know, given too much morphine. Um, but that was, and there was, you know, there was a lot of angst between the family and the and the hospital that provided services. And so Gary had no idea about that. But when he said out of them, he said, "Hey, here's here's the first message I got. I don't know what it means." Um, and you know, he helps people. Um, find closure in, in, in those ways when 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 the deceased come through and tell messages. But he's the real deal, and he's I'm excited to hear him. And the other person doing um, the other person that's uh, going to be along that those lines or that genre is Stephanie Burke, uh, and she is on uh, Spooky South Coast as well as one of the um, as one of the hosts. And she will be performing seances, and she's been intuitive since she was a young child. She's a Reiki master. She's um, um, been, um, you know, connecting with with others from from other dimensions of the world for quite some time now. And so she's going to be on um, as well to, to perform some seances to connect with 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 those that have, have passed on. So, but I, and I don't know. I have not spoken with Stephanie, so I'm not sure if she channels the voices through. But um, I haven't I haven't heard I have not heard that's the case. So I'm not sure. Yeah, it's well. I, I don't think that uh, typically they do channel the voices nowadays but uh when in the 90s i went to hawaii and i met arthur pacheco remember arthur pacheco teaching oh, and yeah, arthur channel is he still alive yeah he he's no he died he died about i don't know between five and ten years ago yeah, yeah he died that. he moved uh yeah. he moved out of hawaii but anyway but he also did where you know your grandmother's standing be or some woman is standing be, behind you oh, and beside okay. you and and she has a message. So he did both styles. But I was so shocked to see that that was uh, there. There was a website that had about thirty or forty recordings of all the different voices. So it was the same channeler, and the voice came in. And sometimes the voice was a female, and it was a male person, male channeler. It was huh. it was fascinating. But there was nothing there but the recordings. There were no uh, visuals. There was just the audio recordings of these seances that happened in the uh, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s and 60s. So anyway, that was an old style. I guess all those people are dead now. I don't know any of those people are alive. Um, Oh, except for that one that did the conference uh, where you are. TJ, remember I was telling you what was his name? You guys did a big James conference Van in Florida. Hogg. He's fixing, yeah, yeah, we brought James. him to Pensacola, but he's fixing to do the living. Oh yeah, I love James because he had two TV shows that he was working on. Remember, you like the medium, and what was the other one? Oh, I remember. Yeah, now. James. But I James don't think he does that expert. style. No, I don't he think doesn't. he does that style either. Not but the he voices. was there. Yeah, he was there at the com- at the at these recordings, says, and there was a young James Van Prague, and and during one of the things, the the um, the voice that came through, whoever it was, said, "And you, James, you're going to be a very famous psychic, and you've got to start doing your work because you're sitting there just in the audience, you know, just listening to this. You need to be doing this work." And so that's what got him started. Was this voice from the other side 
don't know what Mali said. No, this wherever they were doing these seances, uh, where they had the voices. So, so the one woman you're talking about, she calls it a seance. Where was she? I'm on yeah, your site. Oh, Stephanie Burke. Uh, Tell us about Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie is from Massachusetts, um, and it, it, it helps host the show Spooky South Coast along with with um, Tim Iceberg. Um, and she is basically um, an intuitive. She has um, been helping others connect too, as well with those that have gone beyond uh, for, for many years now. Um, she really, you know, enjoys the paranormal as well, and it's been with her since she was a young child, um, especially being the intu- being an intuitive. Um, and uh, she basically uses her gift really to to help other people, um, you know, understand more about death and that that loved ones, you know are there and that, you know, death is not the end of our, our spirit, our soul, our essence. Um, and so she helps people, you know, connect with that. Uh, she's also a Reiki master, so she does some healing as well, helps people heal from past traumas. Um, she's she's uh, been doing that for over 10 years. Um, and, um, yeah, she's on Saturday evenings if, you know, on her show, uh, Spooky South Coast, and I, I have not met her yet, so I'm excited to meet her and, and hopefully participate in one of the, the seances, although the paranormal side does does tend to do shy away from it a little bit, kind of freaks me out a little bit. But yeah, it'll be uh, exciting to, uh, to to chat with her. She studies with uh, uh, James Van Prague and mediumship development too. Stephanie Burke, absolutely. So yep. She, yep. And she goes through some of the stuff oh. I do. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, embarrassing. Oh, I had the chokes when I came on. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, where did that come from? So, so Jamie, what are you going to present? Yeah, I'll be I'll be presenting on Sunday uh, along with some you know with some amazing speakers. But I'll be presenting Sunday, and um, you know my talk. So one of the things I've gravitated towards, you know, research paranormal, as you mentioned, um, and the ufology piece, and a little bit of the cryptozoology. But what's fascinating the most is the whole ufology topic, um, and I think why it fascinates us is I think that, you know, can really change, you know, how we live as a civilization on earth once, you know, once um, it's, you know, commonly known that maybe we're, we're not alone in the universe and that we have, there's other extraterrestrial intelligent beings that I think, I believe are visiting us, which based on the, the evidence I've, I, you know, I've, I've come across. Um, and so for me, that, that's the amazing part. And, and, I, and where it ties to the spirituality piece is, I think the reason that, you know, we we kind of, as a human civilization, are in our little bubble still is because maybe we haven't evolved yet to a point where we're, you know, we can spiritually connect with these other beings who I think are more technologically advanced than us, as well as um, spiritually in, in, in their ability to understand consciousness. And, you know, I, I think uh, they're telepathic, these beings, is, in my opinion, from, from, from what, I've, what I've come across. Um, and so that that's the part I'll be talking about is the the ufology piece um and really present the evidence that's there and talk about um you, you know it, the the extraterrestrials are here and people don't really don't care as a civilization and why that is and that's kind of the basis of my talk that that i plan to um present on that, that sunday so provide some evidence say here's here's the evidence that they're here and um people don't care and i think here's why people don't care and what can what can be done to you know change that because i think that's a be a big leap for us uh, when when people do care and realize that that it's a, that it's a reality. You mean people? <clears throat> excuse me, but are you saying that who don't care? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I care, but then care. I've been dealing with them. <laughs> who are the people that don't care? But and the reason is Jan and I are both ET contactees, and we're both authors. But that's fine. But but yeah, how do you mean people, don't people don't care? care. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about that's the mainstream. I think the mainstream, ha- the mainstream hasn't caught on yet. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's certainly many people who do care, actually. Um, but uh, for the most part, you know, I think everyone focuses on the the what they have to do their daily job. You know, everyone has. It's a world of go, 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 where right um, there's more people interested in what the Kardashians are doing versus versus this topic, for that example. So, so that that's the kind of that's um, that's where we are as a, as a civilization, and I think eventually that will change. And when it does, that'll be a big, big, um, big leap for us. I get it. Okay, yeah, you're just making a broad the way I, I do that a lot. I tend to talk in generalities and. Uh, when you're doing radio, because we have so many people all over the world, <laughs> we have to say, what do you mean? Because, yeah, you're still like preaching to the choir with us because we have a lot of paranormal researchers and, um, you know, ufologists, alienologists, phenomenologists. And then Jan and I have been working together for years in the ACO Association, and we've got a lot of friends in the UFO Association. But paranormal and the X-Files, I, was, I'm, I have an X-File, and I don't understand why it's just not – more smashing i guess some of the they need some more people like philip k dick writing or something you know but we've had uh rick dr rick miller's in our club aco club we've got a lot of great authors in our authors book club so we uh invite you to join us whenever you just don't lose our names and numbers but ken are you uh where you can um do other books now are you going to continue doing authoring are you going to get more into the psyche or evp or what do you have planned? Doing more events, or give us an idea of the future? Yeah, this, yeah, absolutely. This is my first event that I've, you know, I've always wanted to, you know, put on an event like this. When I saw Valerie was doing it, I really give her kudos for her courage and pulling it together. And, you know, we, she works full time job, I do as well. And so, um, so I think my plan is to one, you know, go to this convention, learn from it, continue to do my research, and then. Um, you know, I'd love to do another convention. We hope to turn this into an annual event if it's a success, success this year. Um, yeah. And, you know, conti- continue to, um, you know, really help, um, really, you know, help people understand, you know, uh, about these topics and really what's uh, what's happening out there. Um, and so that, that's kind of, that, that's what I'm passionate about. I, I think, uh, you know, I'm a pretty mellow person, but I get pretty excited when it comes to these topics because, I think, um, you know, they're so exciting. There's so much that we don't know, um, and there's so much that others don't know. And so to help educate people um, about these topics really, you know, excites me. And, and it's fascinating, too, because it's, it's, it's kind of taboo, right, in the mainstream circle. So I'll, you know, I may be at a dinner event or some kind of function, and something will come up, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about research I've done or about the book or about the conference. And people won't say anything, but then I'll go off in the corner to get a, get a snack and someone will come talk to me saying, Hey, so I want to know more about what you were asking, you know, on a one-on-one. So I think people are hungry for the information and people are fascinated by it, but there's still that sense of taboo. So how do we get beyond that? And I think more functions like these help it, help people feel that it, that it's okay to talk about it and, and, and be interested in these things. So that's kind of, um, that's kind of my plan is to help just spread the word and drive awareness um, around these, you know, all these topics. And of course, I'm a fan of the X-Files show. So, um, you know, uh, of course, uh, you know, 
football, so I had that aspect of it as well. Well, what a great <clears throat> venue, Crown Plaza. Oh, it's awesome, folks. So, and the price is right. I mean, are you believing that, Janet? Sixty bucks, but it's way up there in Rhode Island. That's a great folks, price. So, <laughs> yeah, awesome price. So, you guys, uh, this is a beautiful venue. They're going to have exhibitors and ven- who's helping get uh, bring in people because it's way up there, folks. It's uh, but I love Rhode Island, and he's right. Now, there's a big 3M company up there, isn't there? Do you, are you familiar with the area since you live up in that, in Rhode Island? Have you seen yeah. the 3M? Corp? Yep, 3M is there. We have uh, we have Hasbro, the toy company. They're, they're pretty big here in Rhode Island as well. Um, so they make all the, the Mr. Potato Head, all the Hasbro toys. Um, they're, they're right up the road, and um, just north of, right around Providence. Um, so, yeah, it's a beautiful area. Stay around. It's a fantastic place to visit for your listeners who, you know, would need to travel. I, you know, highly recommend it. It's, it's uh, Warwick is beautiful. It's any, you're within, you know, short distance to the water anywhere you go. So if you love the ocean, you know, Rhode Island's got plenty of that uh, around. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a beautiful location. The state um, where I live down in the southern part of the state, down in Newport, awesome beaches. I know it's a little cool for that that uh for that here in uh, Rhode Island but you know they're still beautiful to come see and visit a lot of great restaurants so it's a, it's uh it's a it's a beautiful state and again Warwick is pretty much centrally located so you can be anywhere within the state probably within about half an hour whether you want to go see the city province which is a cool little city um and if you want to go to Boston again it's only an hour north uh, and then down south as I mentioned great beaches great lighthouses very uh New England colonial type um you know, type feel to it here in, in Rhode Island, and a lot of history as well. If you're interested in some history, there's this history here as well. In Rhode Island, yeah, I was. Yeah, it's beautiful. I was up there years ago. Um, we were teaching Tantra, and some clients flew us up to Providence. And apparently, my ancestors are from that part of the world, Connecticut and Rhode Island, and they came over to Pittsburgh, uh, across Pennsylvania on a Conestoga wagon. That's a story my grandmother told me. <laughs> so you were going to ask me a question. Go ahead. What were you asking? Go ahead. You said. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you know, earlier, Jen, you asked about uh, Paul, you know, and, and whether I'd known him, and I do know him. I met him several times. I was going to say, too, you know, about the conference that he, he on the paranormal side, he is uh amazing speaker and fascinating. He did, he, some of the research he's done, uh, as I mentioned, go, as I mentioned earlier, go back to Ed and Lorraine Warren, and one of the, you know, he said he has pictures of 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 things he's captured, which are phenomenal that he shared in, in prior presentations. Um, but one of the most amazing stories he ever told me um, was back in the late 70s, he got a call from Ed and Lorraine Warren at a for a case down in Connecticut in Bridgeport, and because uh, I asked him one time, had he ever been physically um, interacted with any of this the paranormal? Uh, beings, and he said, and he told me this story. He said the the craziest thing that ever happened was he went down there, and when Ed and Lorraine and he got down to the house in Bridgeport, he said the firemen and the police were outside of the home. Did he tell this story on your show? Mm-mm. Oh, no. So he, he said yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the police and the firemen were outside the home, and he said, you'll never forget their faces. They were just pale white. They were refused to go into the house. And when he walked in, he said, I'll never forget what he saw. He said the refrigerator, normal size refrigerator, was floating in the kitchen. Um, so it was, pol- <laughs> it was poltergeist activity, and there was a a young girl. I think she she might have been young teenager, maybe eleven or twelve years old. He said she was in the corner 
and they everyone was so afraid they wouldn't go and get her, and she was in the corner just kind of cowering. And he saw her, he saw the refrigerator floor, and he went to get her. And as he did, the TV, there was a, and this is back in the 70s, so you know television tents were, were not these little thin screens. The TV came right. flying across, across the room right at him and just missed him by inches. And he ran in and he grabbed the girl and he ran back out of the house with her. And he said that was one of the probably the most frightening and the most, um, you know, personal um, one experiences that he's had. And that was, that was fascinating. Um, and then he, he also works with, also on the website, I didn't mention him yet, but Shane Sirois, he's going to speak on Sunday, the same day I am. And he's worked with Paul for some time now, and he's fascinating. He's been studying um, and helping families on paranormal cases for over 30 years. He's also an experiencer. Um, you know, at a young age, he had he had encounters. But basically, I'm, I saw him not too long ago, within about a year, and uh, he and I were chatting, and he, I asked him a similar question. Have you had any physical evidence? What, are you, what have you seen? And he said, yeah, and he, he helped one gentleman who was having, um, who was having, uh, you know, issues. He went to his house. When he walked in the house, there was poltergeist activity. Immediately, the lamp flew across the across the the, the 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 room. He worked with this gentleman for for several several weeks. And one day, he said, the gentleman was was came out of his room and out of the corner, he saw this spiral form, and then he saw a being appear. And he had a cell phone with him. He quickly snapped a picture, and he had a picture of it. And he showed me, and that was Ooh. really one that spent, sent chills down my spine. He showed me on his phone, um, <laughs> and he he ended up removing the creature. But he said he and I said, well, what what you know, what happened when you saw the creature? He said, oh, he'll never forget the amount of, it was a, he called it hatred, this feeling of hatred in his eyes. And the picture that he had captured the being's eyes, which I saw on the phone, which it was, it was, um, it was creepy just seeing through the phone. So I can't imagine being, you know, in the same room, but, um, and he worked with the gentleman over weeks to, to basically rid the, the entity from, from the dwelling that, that, that he lived in. So that was another fascinating story, but he has many more. Um, and so Shane's going to be there on Sunday talking about some of his experiences. So that, that's that's exciting to have him. Oh, this sounds interesting. I'd love to have him on our show. If you want to send any of these people my way, even though your conference may be over, I'd love to I'd love to talk to them on our shows. Um well, yeah. can you hear me? they're still gonna have okay. gross, they're still gonna have haunted houses and uh cemeteries up there in Rhode Island. You know, Taps really put them on the map. Remember, yep, uh, yep, she, she doesn't yep. watch a lot of the TV shows I do, but she watches a lot oh, what, what's at night that, with her husband. What's that show? And, uh, Taps. You don't know about Taps? Taps. Yeah. Anyway, they go, in and, they go in and they do a lot of uh, ghost hunting in houses. What was they Taps? Real like, see, I get, I've watched television for years. Okay, so they well, do ghost hunting. So I, I grew up in a haunted house, and my sister still lives there. And it's, it was just full of ghosts. I don't, there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, uh, things funny. floating around. Although, I would see I would see discarnates. I saw this head that would float, uh, like to come up behind me in the middle of the day, for years and years. It's like I I did want to live in my house. And so as soon as I turned eighteen, can you hear me? Yep. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because I hear I hear I hear. I'm talking. I didn't know if you heard me or not. So there's something wrong with my phone. I keep putting on mute, but then it doesn't come back right away. But anyway, so I would love to someday have somebody come investigate my house because it was just, you know. <laughs> you mean the it, one in Pennsylvania? I was tortured. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. tortured by the, all these um, paranormal activities oh. 
But then looking back, I realized some of those were extraterrestrial. So I've learned to, you know, separate them out, which were extraterrestrial, which were uh, ghosts. But I, I know the house is very haunted, but my sister lives there, so I try not to scare her. And I think a lot of the beings, when my mother died, I think they went with her. But remember the the, polter, the, the, the being that was in the movie Poltergeist, the big slurming oh, yeah. being? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was great. in That little girl died. Yeah, he was in my mother's house, that, that type of being. And mm, I sure. saw it in the middle of the day. It wasn't like they don't wait tonight to go bump. This was in the middle of the day. And uh, what happened was there was a staircase that my mother kept locked. It was There were two staircases. It was an old 1840s farmhouse. There was one that went up the uh, front and one that went up through the kitchen. And she always had it locked, and she would scream at us if we tried to open it. And, uh, you know, we weren't even allowed to touch the door. But I had a, a girlfriend staying with me, and she uh, didn't listen to my mother. <laughs> so somehow she went down when my parents were in church on a Sunday morning, and she opened the door. And then she was screaming, and I came down, and there was that snarling, drooling being with the large mouth and Ooh. this being uh, made the everything in the room fly around it was in the kitchen and so everything was that was that was very poltergeisty right it was like a um it made like a, a whirlwind and it picked up you know dishes and oh so i i fell to the floor screaming um and then my mother who was in the in church two blocks away jumps up and says uh, Bill, we have to go home right now. So he got the car and drove her home, and she uh, jumped out of the car, ran up the steps. <laughs> she, um, she had a barricade, a dryer in front of this thing. So she somehow she wow. energetically took the beast, pushed it back into the stairwell, pull, pushed the dryer, like she, she had super strength, pushed the dryer in front of the door, and then turned around, and she said, I told you, children never open that door and we never talked about it again we never addressed it never talked about it it was just wow. the most frightening thing <laughs> but i that i went into what's called lacune uh what it's a, a fight or flight response because i had to live in the house right so i i, I stuck it in the back of my mind and i didn't talk about it and I thought, well, then I, after years go by, you go, oh, I made that up. That had to be a dream. That had to be, I, you know, I, I must be crazy, right? Dude, but then years mm-hmm. later, my girlfriend who had long moved away and had, you know, about five kids, she finally wrote to me, and she said, I, I wanted to go over what happened. You know, what do you remember about it? And, and so I said, oh, no, that was real. Oh, yeah, that was very real. So. So how do you deal with people? I mean, you don't do this for a living, but this is something that uh, we're dealing with trauma all the time from people that have experiences. They're trying to integrate that into their lives. But did uh, these uh, episodes, did anybody actually, I didn't get hurt. Nobody got hurt. It was frightening when one one reality bleeds into the other. Um, I don't really know anybody that was personally hurt by extraterrestrials or ghosts or poltergeists or interdimensionals. Did it? Did anybody you well, know of or that uh, your researchers work with taps, actually get Liz. injured? Real quick with Jane, let ahead, me tell you, taps, TAPS is for Atlantic, the Atlantic Paranormal 
uh, ghost hunters. It was the the Atlantic Paranormal Society. So uh, they were one of the first ghost hunters, and they actually had a show on Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y. But <clears throat> back, uh, Grant Wilson founded TAPS, which is just the initials the Atlantic Paranormal Society. But it got to be where ghost hunters got sort of known as TAPS. And then I remember years and years ago before we were doing radio, I was working with different ones in Kentucky up there. They were getting really famous for paranormal uh, events. So they, but actually, believe it or not, Janet, this Atlantic Paranormal Society was for formed in Rhode Island. So Warwick, uh, Rhode Island. There you know it where is. That I is? just pulled it up. Yep. yep. So they're very yep. famous. That should be helping. Uh, James Hawes still has a Facebook. Uh, it was uh, James Hawes. Uh, look him up on Facebook, Janet, and you, you ought to get him on here sometime. He had ghost, ghost hunters. And they had about uh, I got it. Jason Hawes, to, ghost hunters. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Now you know what they are. Taps is, right? I, so had, are, I see I'm out of the world of television. So um, so I think my ancestors, I have to ask my sister. She's doing the genealogy because she's converted Mormon. That's what they have to do, right? So she's doing all the genealogy. Do a and, ghost hunter uh, in so Warwick. Philadelphia. Do Philadelphia. You find yeah. your ghost hunter. Yeah, find right? ghost hunter. Uh-huh, anyway, that's that's fascinating. <laughs> Well, I didn't even know this show existed. Yeah. Are you going to have a ghost hunter there, uh, Jamie? Uh, um, no, no ghost hunter per se. You know, I I would say Shane, as I mentioned earlier, he's worked with several folks to, you know, remove entities, but uh, he doesn't. I don't know really hunt them. They they more people come to him and and he goes to them, but. Um, He'll certainly be there, and then um, you know, on the paranormal side, probably Greg and Dana Newkirk, but I really wouldn't call them technically ghost hunters, uh, although they do go investigate various cases, and then, um, and then of course, uh, Paul Eno. So, but uh, no one like, um, like uh, Jason from TAPS. Um, so uh, it's great to have him. Maybe we can get him to come up back to Warwick uh, if we make this an annual event, which we'll yeah, hopefully do. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so, I think I thought he I think he they is? moved though. I think yeah, I think they, uh, they they started in Rhode Island, but I think they may have moved to Florida if I'm not mistaken. Grant Wilson too, by the way. Cool. They had awesome Oh, you're breaking up. I am. So I'm sitting still. Now you're fine. It, it was just a little look, but it's okay. <laughs> I think it's the system being wonky. Well, that's fascinating. You know, I've loved this topic because that was my life, and you and you guys are hitting on everything that resonates with me. I, but yeah, I live all the way what? in Hawaii, so I'm not going to be able to make it. What? The lady that has decided to be the big brainstormer is here, Valerie McLaughlin. So welcome, Valerie. Valerie. We've been talking about you. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. How you doing? Oh, we're doing you know. great, especially now that you're here. <laughs> you want to introduce so yourself, you Valerie? I'm TJ. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, TJ. Well, I'm a psychic medium and an author and a radio show host. So, tell us who you are. <laughs> okay, Valerie. Uh, well, I'm Valerie McLaughlin, and um, <clears throat> my daytime or nighttime job, really, I work second shift, kind of shift, whatever. Um, I'm a counselor. I worked in the human service field counseling and substance abuse for many years now and uh, so that's what I do in my 
kind of like my daytime job. Um, but um, about two and a half years ago, I said, you know, uh, I was thinking about the X-Files a lot, and I wanted to have some fun, and I wanted to get um, have people have fun, and I was thinking that maybe putting together a convention would be fun. And here we are. <laughs> it happens next weekend, <laughs> one week from tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So are you ready? Well, <laughs> you know how it is. There's always one more thing to do, no matter how you try to get organized. And uh, But uh, pretty much, I mean, we, it's just a, de- a little bit of the detail, detail work now. I mean, we have all the wonderful presenters all set, and we have the schedule, and we have um, the slot, time slots all taken care of. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Do you have any of the test wow. people? Because it got, you know, the famous <laughs> ghost hunters got started up in in uh, Warwick, Rhode Island. Do yeah. you have a lot of the people with the haunted houses or ghost hunters? Yeah. Or a lot of the uh, vendors, yeah. maybe, representing haunted houses and, you know, mm-hmm. any of the EVP yeah. equipment, any of those exhibitors going to be there? Well, I did ask, uh, advertise for, for people who, who did, did that. Uh, had that kind of um, equipment, but no yeah. one, uh, no one took the hook. <laughs> so oh, maybe we'll next year. Oh, have to some paranormal people. Yeah, definitely yeah. paranormal X files yeah. go together. Go, yeah, I that's a big thing. Well, you never remember, know. I was going to say, just remember okay, that one time. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, all right, let me. Say, apparently Jamie is really needing to say something. Jamie, go for it. <laughs> I, I was, was going to say, you asked that earlier, too, and I, I forgot to mention Andrew Lake will be there. Andrew Lake, uh, he founded uh, what's called the Greenville Paranormal Research Group, um, and he's been, you know, uh, researching ghost, ghost stories within the New England, New England area for quite some time, um, and he appeared on the movie I mentioned earlier, The Bridgewater Triangle, so he, I guess – Maybe you could call him somewhat of a ghost hunter. He may have some of that equipment that he owns, but I don't know if he's bringing it with him. But um, he'll be fascinating to listen to as well. I think he has some really fascinating stories. In fact, one of his um, uh, stories, they did a, a PBS show called The Legends of Dolly Cole based on, based on his work. So, um, so yeah, it, it'll be exciting to have him there. Oh, okay. So there is paranormal folks up there in Rhode Island, very famous state. I got taps going. Our the Atlantic Paranormal Society is probably the most famous thing that I can think of in our line of work and paranormal work in alienology, extraterrestrials, phenomenology, cosmology, mm-hmm. but a uh, big yeah. thing with UFOs, but uh, even cryptozoology with a Bigfoot, but TAPS is very yeah. well known due to their television show, mm-hmm. but I guess you yeah. really, uh, X, I, I love X-Files, so tell me, uh, I was real excited to hear that uh, Langley's going to be there. Smoking good. Yes. How'd you do that? Yes, Dean Haglin. Dean yeah. Haglin. And um, yeah, that's so exciting. He's going to be doing photo ops and autographs all three days. And Saturday night, he's going to be showing his documentary, 25 Years of the X Files. Whoa. Um, well, imprint, so he's a researcher. Yeah. And actually, his co director, uh, Phil Lemess is also coming to the convention and uh, supposedly they're saying they're going to have a special announcement 
So I have no idea what it is, but if they do have one, it's probably going to be a, a wonderful announcement. Probably something that's coming up in the future, maybe. Really? Or a new uh, venue for him. I don't well, know. I'm not sure. The fandom? Are you carrying the fandom, the X-Files <laughs> wiki or anything like that with you, Corey, Ryan, McLaughlin, those kind of people, by chance? Uh, no, 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 I'm not. Recent wiki activity. Well, remember, now, we do Rick Allen Miller, and he was the one that helped get some of the first X-Files going. I don't know if it's the first six or what. We've we've interviewed him a couple of times, Dr. Rick Allen Miller, this last week. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have to – maybe this can grow, you know, because maybe X-Files – I mean, X-Files will always be – it's like an icon. Now, you have uh, – exactly. how did you – how did you get this guy to come over? Did you have to pay him big bucks, or was he willing to negotiate <laughs> for a ticket if he could market? Or well, you do have yeah. to, you do have to pay a, a fee, uh, and you know celebrities tend to be higher than other people. Um, oh, but actually, sorry. what you do is you have well, yeah, <laughs> you have uh, what you do is you find out who 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 their agent is. Most of them have agents, and uh, so I went on this website. It's IMBD or something like that. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. um, and you IMDb. can get um, their agent or their talent agency, and you can uh-huh. So I contacted them, and then they contacted me, and then they go. They're kind of like the the middleman between me and Dean, uh, or or a celebrity, um, and uh, they help arrange the contract and what's going to be done, how it's going to be done, how long it's going to be done. Um, and that's where all the pieces of the puzzle come together. Wow, yeah, so you you're a brave lady. You're a brave <laughs> lady. You'd never done this before, and you became an organizer just like that? Yeah, for for this size. I mean, I've done small, you know, little conferences for work or for, like, a, for a couple of uh, agencies, but I've never done this scale at all. Janet, we got to um, keep her with us. You're going to have to get with us. Oh, ladies. yeah. Agents, consultants, cool. organizers. Oh, wow. I can't yeah. believe you're doing yeah. awesome. Yeah. Jamie can vouch for this. I can organize. I love lists. <laughs> I love researching. I can find things out, but I am not a techno person at all. <laughs> uh, I, that is my weakness. So I'm going to have to have a secretary who can do all that stuff for me. Because <laughs> oh, I can't do well. that. I, I can do very little of that. That's the one thing. I can, you know, I can email. <laughs> I can use the phone. Uh-huh. I've learned to Well, Skype. you have a beautiful site. You have a beautiful <laughs> site, Valerie. Now, is that thanks to your friend here, Jamie? Are you the yes. yeah, that's you do Jamie. data? Totally, totally due to Jamie. Yes. My for original website was not great at all. It was terrible, and he has done marvelous work on it to update it and keep it updated. So that's him. All right. Well, we need both of y'all to stay in our little group. We have agents, <laughs> consultants, and organizers, and we do Aquarian and TGMR CT Radio. But I love the X-Files, and Janet and I are doing uh, paranormal stuff, and she does events uh, so we'll have to keep you guys involved with us. I just love David Duchovny. How do you say it? David Duchovny or Duchovny? I've used his picture for years. Duchovny. 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 Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And everybody, I can't believe this is what inspired you to do this huge event. It, can you get Mitch Pelegi? Remember him? He was like the FBI he was, dude. 
Go ahead. Yeah, he was someone I considered, um, but um, for one for one reason or another, I didn't I didn't go with him. I think he actually probably would have been more expensive than Dean, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, if we keep this going uh, next year, we're going to have more you know hopefully more slip you know more people from the X Files. I would love to have Chris Carter. Have him one. Uh, have him come to one of our uh, conventions, um, and of course David Jillian. <laughs> wow, I don't know if we'll ever oh, hear her, wow. but yeah, yeah. But and David maybe get all the three lone gunmen together. Actually, you know, they're they're making more appearances and stuff. So uh, more and more paranormal conventions are coming up over the next year, and uh, so it's becoming a growing. Uh, interest um, across the United States, and you see Is more William and more. Maybe one day. I'm ahead. sorry, what? I'm sorry. Oh, Is William, William B. B. Davis, Cancer Man, <laughs> Cigarette Man. Yeah, I want him. Right. I really want him. He, I maybe I'll get him. I, I definitely want to get him next year too. If we if we have a second, if we do it again, I definitely want. Uh, uh, him, um, I want him to autograph. Uh, uh, I don't smoke, but I want him to autograph uh, a, car, uh, a pack a pack of cigarettes for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. He's a very interesting man. Let's just say you're going to have one at least every two years. Some people, when they start, you don't want to lose your momentum for all the stuff you do in one year. But it is hard for an organizer to you know, our promoter or get promotions or get companies to back it for Rhode Island, right? When you're just doing it, you don't know all the little ins and outs. And that's why I was shocked. I mean, if you absolutely amazing girl, you are like superwoman. You need your own superhero fandom now for starting something <laughs> like this. I mean, well, really, this you. is awesome. Yeah. Because Janet, Janet Teller, Janet knows how hard it is. I write books about this. I wrote how to social network metaphysics and, my uh, on Amazon and uh, ACO Life Coach, and I've got all kind of books on what you're doing. But uh, I mean, Janet just took a bull by the horns and did one just in 2018 for us, didn't you, Janet? And it's huge. Do a lot of work, Janet. You you are live, well, but she's just toggled. Yeah. You okay. Go. Can yeah. you hear me? Okay. There now, you go. Yeah. You can hear me. Paranormal okay. researchers. Uh, Amen. Let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Um, so how many people do you expect to have, and how are your registrations going? Um, they're going okay. We we definitely, I believe what we're going to be seeing is an uh, upsurge of one-day peop- of, of people coming to the convention. Um, Daily, yeah. I think a lot of people, are, yeah, I think a lot of people are waiting um, to see, make a commitment. And I find that a lot, especially maybe just in New England. I don't know if it's across, it's everywhere. It just seems that people take they they make up their mind at the last minute, you know, because they don't want to miss out on something. You know, there might be something better or whatever. Um, so I think we're going to have mostly walk-ins. Um, yeah, I had a lot of people, people come in. I had a lot of people come in. Um, do you go all evening and all morning? Do you go uh, three shifts yep. or when do you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah gonna, you, you're going to get tired unless you have people that will take over and do ticketing, and they right. they come all the time. I mean, they, you have initial registration, but they just mm-hmm. come whenever they want. <laughs> so right. uh, it was really hard because I was doing it myself. So I'd like, oh, I got to get something to eat, and then I'd have somebody 
watch it, but they really didn't know what to do 100%. So it was like, there's always questions when I came back. It's like, oh, oh, oh. So I had to get all my meals <laughs> to go. And <laughs> so I, yeah. I hope you, yeah. you have some other people that can help you registration because, and this is what, three yeah. days? Yes. And I yeah, and actually, so. that's one of the first things I did is uh, I got my, uh, I got some good friends of mine actually are helping me with the registration and other parts of the convention. And so they're going to be helping me uh, mostly with registration, some other stuff so that we can, um, uh, so it won't be on, because I knew I couldn't do it alone, it, especially the size of the convention I was trying to plan. Um, so I know I needed volunteers to help me. So, um, so that'll be So good. what is your capacity? Like, can you have 200, 300, 400, what's your 300, 500 room capacity? I believe, you know, we, uh, we could have, I think, 300 people would be excellent. I don't think it'd be yeah. too crowded there. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's what, that was that was my uh, number, uh, yeah. 300 mm-hmm. people uh, to come. Yep, and to Alien tickets. Uh, yeah, what get time tickets. are you beginning? Now, listen, New Living Expo. If you want to look at that, they've been doing it 18 years. Now they're over in San Mateo, and one of our associates here. Ken R. Johnston Sr. is an astronaut, and he's uh, he worked with Grumman and NASA. And back in the day when my husband and I were down in NASA, for he's got 3,000 hours for just Grumman alone. But the thing is, he's a great speaker, and he's going to be over there at New Living Expo at the same time. So just a suggestion, look at who you're competing with over in California. But fortunately for you, they're over all the way over in California, but they've got 17 years on you. But you may want to look right. at New Living Expo and look at how they transform. They use body, mind, spirit, or mind, body, spirit. And that's what I worked with down here in New Horizons with Gulf Breeze. And I was a speaker at it this year. And we had an excellent turnout. And she also right. books 300. So, But we have people all day long, uh, every day, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, and Sunday, just so you know. And, yes, you have tickets. You sell them at the door right where they come in. And uh, mm-hmm. Erica Boosterhain, if you want to Facebook her, she brought in, uh, she brings somebody in, she brought in James Van Prague, and he's ta- he's going to oh. be speaking at that one over there with uh, Ken Johnston. So we've got all kinds of speakers in our groups, agents, consultants, organizers, and speakers in mine and Janet's group right. called ACO Association. And so just keep us in mind and helping you in the future, and we may have to get something going with Janet again. Maybe we'll get you to come okay. over and bring some stuff. So the more that you get working with your team, the better it is. And then you hook up with other people like us that do them around the country. Or, right. or that way everybody, if they know what you're doing, you can get people that have different speakers. But you're really going for X-Files. But you can, paranormal event, right? And so uh, make sure you get known for that. And maybe put in body, mind, spirit for your exhibitors. You know, once they know you're doing it, so okay. just my suggestion. Yeah, well, we have, we have, yeah, we have similar conventions uh, in New England, like Body, Mind, and Spirit, Health Expos, that kind, um, who have a lot of wonderful speakers and uh, vendors. Um, um, yeah. And those are huge. And they, you know, they have grown over over the years. And, um, and they have a yeah. lot of success. A lot of success. Yeah, so get some of their vendors list and call them. That's yeah. Get your girl, whoever's in your sales department or whoever mm-hmm. you've got that's got time to do your sales and marketing during the day. 
and get you some vendors in there that know because you know that's the hardest thing is people if you've never done one is you know bless your heart the first you're a plank owner now though this is your first one you're going to have the deep pockets now you're you don't have a a big sponsor behind you from a uh one of the uh haunted houses or all the tap people or sci-fi behind you no no oh wow well, is there any way you so can come get on over with and, and yeah, come on, <laughs> we, come on over yeah. and come to the conference. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Rhode Island. There's got to be more about Yeah, I do have to say I have learned a lot over the last year and a half, especially a lot. Um, and uh, you know, you go into it with. I went into it with a big leap of faith. Turns out, <laughs> I'm keeping my faith. Um, but I've also met some really in, uh, nice people, and I can't wait to meet them in person. And I've learned a lot. Um, and and um, it's something, you know, it's something I was thinking maybe doing more of, um, you know, over the next few years. We'll see. We'll see. I just got to see how this one goes. And, um, and, and, you know, and I have to say, you know, I – the people I have, like Tim Weisberg, he's volunteered to be the MC. I mean, that alone was just a, that was a gift. That was just a gift. Well, and then Matt Mo- was your first one. Yeah, you'll be a plank. And Matt Moniz, Matt Moniz, who's the who is the audio visual guy, a man who's going to be our um, audio visual person. He donated all his equipment. Um, he's, you know, and they work together. And then Tom Reed. I mean, I've, I'm really the the people that are coming here, and I'm going to be able to meet with them. It's just a wonderful thing. It, it's just well, that's going to be wonderful. Remember, you'll own the franchise now, and you will own all the YouTubes and all the ways to put behind a firewall if you want to. But Janet can teach you all that later. But it's just a blessing <laughs> that you're doing it because it helps all the people there, just like Taps on the sci-fi channel, but I would definitely get yeah. in touch with sci-fi and let them know what you're doing and the taps people and all the haunted houses and, but X-Files yeah. blending in. Oh my gosh. Because uh, you've got the, the big name will be uh, uh, Dean Hag- Hagelin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I, Valerie. Um, yeah. I wanted to know more about the, the presenters. You want to go down the list and tell us, how, you know who they are and what how did you get a hold of them i mean how did you get them to come and what are they going to focus oh. on let's go down your your schedule here okay. okay all right uh well i don't have it in front of me but um let's see now colin schneider i believe is one of the first presenters he's on friday he is a young man he's about 18 years old he's going to be graduating high school this year as a matter of fact and going to oh, college next year yeah, but he's going to be talking about um, cryptozoology 101, and on Saturday he's going to be talking about uh, Crypto Kid. That's what they named him, or that's his nickname. My life in the paranormal, and he's just one of these. Uh, as a young child, young boy, he went to the International Muse- Museum in Maine, which is a I'm sorry, International Museum of Cryptozoology in Maine. <laughs> and wow. uh, he he just fell in love with it. And he began researching and writing about it. He had his own podcast. I think he still has a podcast. And um, and so he's known 
he's well known in the cryptozoology field, and and so he's going to be one of our speakers. Um, and I, I can't wait to hear cryptozoology. Well, I'll probably be at registration, but <laughs> um, I think that'll be exciting for people who you know don't know much about it and want to learn from it. Uh, I think that'd be a wonderful way to learn about it. And then we have um, Tim Renner. Um, he is uh, wrote a book uh, about Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. And he and Joshua Cutchin, who is also also going to be at the convention, will be doing a panel on Saturday. On um, it's called uh, uh, Bigfoot. What happens after the missing footprints? I'm some. I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me, but they want to talk about. Forward. Yeah, I don't have it in front okay, of me. Okay, I'll, I'll scroll down. Here we go. Yeah. Uh-oh, where's the schedule? I saw the schedule before. Oh, here it is. Okay, Saturday, the panel is called, okay, I don't see you. <laughs> uh, oh, just, it's called the panel. It's not, it doesn't have a name on the panel. Yeah, on your it's, schedule. it's a little bit, it's on the website, but I don't have it in front of me. Um, but uh-huh. basically, they're basic, they're, they've been experts in Bigfoot and in paranormal. Joshua has written three books. Um one has gotten really good reviews. Uh, they're all on Amazon about the um, secret or the uh, strange, the sudden abductions of children. Um, and he's, oh, he's going to be talking about um, the food, food that is taboo uh, with the paranormal. Uh, so he he's a very interesting young man. He's also very interesting. Um, wow. Uh, we have we have Susan Brunel. She's going to be speaking on Saturday morning. She is uh, an author. She wrote The Spirit of the Dragonfly. And what happened is her, her daughter, who was only about 20 years old, died. And oh. her, yeah, but what happened is she she still had experiences or contact with her daughter's spirit. And that's what she's going to talk about at the convention. Um, Friday night, we have Dana and Greg Newkirk, who have the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal. If anyone out there wants to actually go up close to haunted objects and touch them and to talk with Dana and Greg about these haunted objects, that's what you're going to do on Friday night, and they'll be there all day Friday. They're going to talk Friday night, and they'll be all there all day there on Saturday. And again, this is a museum where you can go right up to it, and you can look around. You can even touch these objects that have who that is known to be haunted. Um, or uh, so that's exciting, and they're getting. Um, they're uh, they've been growing and growing. Um, they've been. Uh, they actually had two pages in the UK magazine <laughs> this past week. Two pages, and they're going to have another uh, two-page article next next time it's out. So they're growing. They're getting a fan base all over the world. Um, let's see now. Oh, I'm now Mike Mike Clellan, C L E L L A N D. I love his name of his talk, which is Sunday, is going to be Owls, Synchronicity, and UFOs. 
I can't, hopefully I can hear that one. <laughs> um, I love yeah. owls, and I never heard of something like that. But apparently there's, he has seen, I guess there's some connection between owls and uh, UFO sightings. So yes, awesome. they they come. That's called a screen memory, and often because um, you know we get so freaked out when you just see a, an alien, right? They they'll mm-hmm. initially appear in a screen memory, like an owl. They look like an owl. And I just had one of those things happen last year. I'm I'm waking up and I, I look over to the side of my bed, uh, opposite the window, and there's this giant like six foot owl standing there. But I've a oh, wow. long experiencer. And I said, and I had seen, I had seen, um, what's his name, James McClellan. I had seen his uh, presentation years ago. He was at UFO Congress, but I was familiar with the the, the screen uh, memory techniques that the extraterrestrials use. And I just uh, looked at this owl and I said, "Oh, really?" And as soon as I busted him on it, they he shape shifted into the gray alien. They said, "Well, that's more like it. You don't need to use the owl on me." <laughs> but a lot of times. <laughs> Because I've been doing this all my life, so they—they're very—they're kind that way. They—they they don't want to scare you. So, um, but he'll—he'll he'll go into that because um, you know that for people who have contact, often they'll appear as a giant owl, and a good oh. uh, hypnotherapist or whoever works with them will know. Oh, okay, they—they're having what's called a screen memory, and uh, wow. you know then you, you let them tell the rest of the tale. But it's. Yeah, he's, he does a wonderful presentation. That's a good score. He got him. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, and, uh, and, and of course, um, the Friday night, the Bridgewater Triangle uh, documentary, that, that should be very exciting to hear about. I, I, that's the other thing. I've learned so, uh, I've been learning more and more about things that I never knew about, never heard about. Um, I never heard of the Bridgewater Triangle and and how very odd, you know, UFO sightings. Um, uh, uh, I guess there was a, um, a ghost and stuff. That like a high, it's a high percentage of paranormal experiences happen in that region. Um, so that so that's exciting. Um, let's see. Oh, and we 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 just added seances if um, by Stephanie Burke. Um, she's well known, nationally known. She's been on some of the um cable or I mean on the um paranormal uh programs and she's also the co host of Spooky South East. Is it Spooky Southeast? <laughs> uh oh South Coast, yeah, Spooky South Coast. And she's gonna be doing seances Friday night and Saturday night. Each uh she'll be doing four a night, so they're one hour each. Six people, six which seance. Uh, so it'll be six per seance is what I'm trying to say. And um, oh, she can't guarantee. It's going to be small. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. And she can't guarantee a reading for everybody, but she she says most she's going to try. She said most of the time she can she is able to get a reading um, or a message I should say from a loved one um, when she does these seances um, and. Um, the ticket, you know, again, the tickets are on sale um, and at the door. Online, online registration for all these special events and the tickets are is through Sunday, the, the 21st, and then they can be purchased at the door. Um, but that, those are limited, so they're only going to be 48 tickets total for the seances uh, because you can only do six 
per hour, um, and she's going to be doing wow. four, four a night. Um, that's exciting. Um, um, she's very well known, respected, so that that's wonderful. Uh, let's see. Um, then um, let's see. Oh, Paul Eno. He is uh, in the, been in the field for thirty years. He does the behind beyond the paranormal, and uh, he's going to talk about that's the name of his talk on Saturday at four o'clock. It's going to be what's what's really behind the paranormal. So that's going to be exciting. Um, so I don't know. Is Jamie still there? Tom, yeah, I mentioned yeah. Tom Reed earlier too, Valerie. Yeah, Tom Reed. He's an experiencer. His family. Um, in the late 1960s, up in Sheffield, Mass., he's going to be presenting. And his park in Sheffield, Mass., his park has been, it's been growing. He's gotten donors who have donated park benches and um, trees and, and so on and so forth for his park. And it's going to be the 50th anniversary of his experience, his family's experience, in September. And so he's going to, and he just recently spoke at a convention and I, sorry, I forget to, forgot the name, but um, he just spoke at a national convention regarding his experience. Mm -hmm. And it has been cited, uh, the state of Massachusetts has cited it as being a true event. It's not like, it's believable. It's, it's, it's been said, yes, this did happen. Um, So he's going to be wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And so right after him will be, <laughs> I can't believe it, all these wonders. Suzanne Chancellor is an experiencer. She's, is, she lives in Rhode Island, and she's going to be talking about her experiences. And um, she's also, Nash, I mean, she's been to com- conferences and conventions, and uh, she's a lovely lady. And, I, you know, she, if you, bottom line is for me is, if you're interested in any type of paranormal or anything, there's going to be something for everybody. <laughs> uh, the, the range of topics, the the presenters, there's something for everybody. There just is. It yeah. sounds so exciting. Yeah, it's amazing that you're doing this, and congratulations for pulling it off. And I know it's going to be a success, and you'll probably be doing this once a year. So, um yeah, just keep good records. Keep a good database and send it out again. It will grow. It, it, it will grow. People will want to um, know about it. So keep your web presence. One of the mistakes I see people do is they, they only have the website up for the event, but keep that website going. And archive oh, yeah. your, old, yeah. your old one. Yeah. Archive oh, yeah. it so people oh, yeah. can say. Yeah. Go ahead, TJ. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, Janet, don't you think like yours, because yours was real ultra expensive, but at the same time, you can take that and take it uh, some just like a splash page to keep up your round and then put the archives somewhere else maybe or download it. But uh, since you're not the big techie person, uh, that's I would stay in touch with Jamie, right, Jamie, about uh, how you can <laughs> save her money. But just give me a call, Jamie. I know all about that. I've been doing this 12 years. <laughs> Okay, yeah, of course, whatever I can help, of course, I appreciate that, thank you. Yes, Um, not a problem, that's what we offer, you know, dollar a month, and you can get all kind of stuff with our ACO club. Oh, we found out we have a talent. (laughs) 
helping people. Jamie told you about his book, right, and his experience? You so bet. He's going to be yeah. talking about that. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah, we covered um, that the first hour, and he's going. we hope yeah. to get him in our author's book club. So, uh, Jamie, just go to go go to uh, authorsbookclub.org. And Janet and I have all kind of stuff. We've been doing uh, this. Well, let's see, 97, 2007, 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. Janet and I have been wow. doing this 12 years. We started with wow. the on UFO business, and uh, mm. we became authors. And uh, we've just got a huge thing. But it was UFO and being contactees, so we think we work for the ETs. Because we, <laughs> she, we do seriously. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you see, I'm TJ Murphy well, T, and you're on TJ you Murphy T Radio. You could be. <laughs> Janet and I exactly. believe let's, we are. Let's look at that. Okay, Janet. That's very Go interesting. Let's look a little bit more at the field. Okay, we got the cover. So let's look at the giggle field. Factor. Yeah, because that was a giggle factor. But. Um, you know, you're going to have people that are having experiences with extraterrestrials. So we've had this whole phenomenon. We have the paranormal, um, things that go bump in the night, ghosts, people that are discarnate, that are contacting the living. And uh, we're doing – so a lot of times, like Whitney Stryber, for example, his wife died. Anne died. And, yeah, uh, I like Anne that. is now contacting Good him. Friend. And uh-huh. she's still writing books with him. Uh, oh, that's yeah. Now that she's wow. dead. Right, and it's wow. not writing books about Whitley's experiences. And so Whitley Stryver was saying, and I've had this happen too, that there's a crossover, that the dead um, sometimes go on board ships. Um, the, sometimes the contact the experiencers will see the dead, their deceased mm-hmm. relatives, in their UFO yeah. encounters. So what do you know about that? It seems to be... A, a, a huge connection between the living dead, extraterrestrials, and the, the paranormal. What What are your thoughts on that? Let's go round table on that one. What do you guys think about it? Go ahead, Valerie. You go first. Well, I, I actually have to say I don't know enough about it to really comment on it. Um, I, I have heard of the experience, and I believe it does happen, but um, I have I don't know enough about it to really comment on it. Okay, that's fine. That's a good answer. Jamie, what do you know about the connection between uh, extraterrestrials experiencers and the, the dead? Anything? Yeah, I, I, very little from my end as well. I mean, I've seen those as uh, a lot of, lot of stuff I've looked at. I've seen those as separate. Uh, but um, I, do, you know, I do believe that some of the extraterrestrial encounters are or can be from other dimensions. Um, and we quite don't understand what that means, really, at this point. At least I don't. Um, and those other dimensions could be where, you know, um, those who have passed may may reside as well. So I believe, and Paul, you know, has covered this before, where he talks about sometimes, you know, um, ghosts are mistaken for ETs and vice versa. So uh, I think there is a connection. I just I, I I haven't seen enough research to to talk about it. Uh, so I'll 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 pass. <laughs> Well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, I, I think this just talks to how to, how much depth there is to the field, all of the different fields, that there is so much to know and learn. And um, and 
that. And that's, again, that's another reason why I did the, want to do the convention is that so we can learn. We can find out what's going on there. Talk about people talking about their experiences, sharing it with others, networking, um, and, 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 and talking about all the different types of experiences that, you know, not everyone has, has them. Um, you could be an experiencer, but you can have different types of experiences. So it's, I think it's a good, if, it, I think it'd be a great place to just kind of learn from other people and say, oh, wow, I didn't know about that. Or, gee, oh, hey, that did happen to me and I didn't know what it was. Um, so that's, that's another reason why I, I was uh, invested in this convention is that people can, can learn from each other and grow and, and if you, and, and invest more time in learning about the part of the paranormal or UFOs or whatever. If you have a significant interest in something, you can learn more about it. Well, Valerie, so did you have any problem with the X Files Unlimited? Because you're getting the guy from X Files, and you know, with X Files in your name, did you have to get permission from anybody with the television show or X Files, or you know, get, no. because that's a great name. They know that that's yeah. a brand, right, for the TV show. Yeah. Well, it's just a fan-led one. I didn't. I don't think I had to get any permission. Maybe that was something. I don't believe so. It's fan-led. It's um, a lot of people use, you know, use, you know, different types of things. Like Xerox for IBM or something like that, right? X, like a copy. Yeah. We say, you say X-Files because of the TV show. We all know we're all fans. I'm definitely a fan. But I just wanted to know if you had trouble because they have a brand, they have an X-Files wiki. You know, they have an X-File, but that's something that if you're going to be doing this, X-Filers Unlimited is the name of your domain. So that's your brand. So that's your name, your domain. Jamie, go ahead. And it's very different from the X-Files. I mean, there's there's no way you can say it's the same thing. So um, so I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, it's it's very different. Yeah, I can't use anything from the X Files per se, like Fox from the Fox Station, or I can't use their their photographs. I can't use their, um, you know, whatever they have, whatever media they have. I can't do that. I could never do that um, because that would not be, I could, that would be illegal, <laughs> or I would get in trouble. Um, but X Files United is very different. It's 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 not. It's it's not anywhere near X Files, so you can't confuse the two. So it just it's just kind of like similar, but it's not the same. Well, X Files. So uh, yeah, let's maybe there's a. Uh, did you look it up the definition or anything? Or but that's just fun. We all know what X Files is. So you've got X Filers Unlimited, and right. really this well, is exciting because, like you said, it's a lot of paranormal research, and it can be. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think it's just ghost hunting, but it's not. You know, it's not just psychics and mediums and, and ghosts. Yeah. It's UFOs and cryptid yeah. researchers and yeah. authors. It's all kind yeah. of stuff with X-Filers. Go ahead. Right. Well, and uh, there's a convention, I believe it's in May. It's uh, called X-Fest. Um, so, you know, that's taken from the X-Files. Um, so it's similar, but not the same. Um and and there's X Files news. I mean, now that's different. That's 
they they um they're mostly on Twitter and they update on Facebook they update people on information regarding the TV show X Files so that's different um so and and we're just not you know we're yeah so I mean there's similar things that go on or similar names for different things but we're all different we we all have a different um agenda is what I'm trying to say I guess <laughs> Yeah, well, they got a in Houston where I they have events there, but in Pearland where I used to live uh, when my kids were little, I was Pearland PD and worked there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want people knowing that now, <laughs> but anyway, where I was going with this was they have an ex- excess event center. <laughs> I said excess, so yeah, because you said there were an excess, and I thought of excess event center, you know, in Pearland, you know, so. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah. X and uh, well, I'm just excited because I love X Files and I and being a paranormal researcher, a UFO ET contactee, and writing all kind of books. And I wrote uh, 2012 and Beyond, and uh, Jamie wrote Beyond 2012. Is that a coincidence? Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> Well, you know what they say. There's no such thing as coincidences. I guess you two are fated to meet. <laughs> I guess so. That's it. 2012 and beyond, folks. So uh, that's your host, Teresa J. Morris. I got me a plug in there, didn't I? <laughs> you did. So, uh, you did. So Jamie has folks beyond 2012, and T.J. Morris has 2012 and beyond. So, you know, awesome. And I wrote uh, Cosmology, uh, Knowing Cosmology, and Janet and I are working on our new book, so let me let a, get a plug, plug in. We don't know what we're going to call it, but we're working on Portal Stargate because we had she had Stargate to the Cosmos in 2018, and we have people wanting to work with us as agents, consultants, and organizers, and we've been using ACO Association for Alien Contact Org and ACO for Ascension Center Org, and we're sort of bringing, bringing them all together. But you guys just look us up on Facebook. But I'm excited about maybe somehow getting and helping you in the future, so I hope you have some more of these because we love to promote, and that's how Janet and I got started from 27 to when 2012 when we began this T.J. Mars ET radio. And so uh, you didn't even know you were going to be on an ET radio, did you, Valerie? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea that when Jamie reached out and started, you know, networking and stuff that we would actually be or I, we would actually be on radio shows. <laughs> I really? had yeah. I, I didn't I didn't didn't even think of the possibility. So I didn't think anyone would really be interested at first. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's my exciting God. too. Girl. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Janet, Janet, did you find Jamie or did Jamie find you? Let's get the scoop now, oh, folks. Well, I'm not sure how we found each other. Uh, we're running out of time. I had a couple questions before we, we end up, uh, the, you know, the show ends. I want to know more about the... Go ahead. I wanted to know more about the activity uh, in your part of the world. Um, you know, it's not a very big state, but I guess you get the surrounding area. What kind of uh, cryptoids and you know, Bigfoot in your state? Uh, what's, going, what's going on up there in your part of the world well, in terms of uh, Lockman and Nessie and all those things yeah. that involving cryptids. Oh, cryptozoology. Yes. Well, uh-huh. uh, 
for me, it's like I didn't know there was much. Uh, I didn't know. I mean, when I hear Bigfoot, it was always seemed to be in the South and the Midwest and up in California or Oregon. Um, and, you know, the Nessie is down up in Scotland. <laughs> um, yep. And Mothman is in New Jersey. So I didn't know if there was really, I, I hadn't heard of anything really in New England. But one of our presenters, uh, uh, Jamie, is it Shane or is it. Uh, Alexander Petikoff, uh, or is it, or is it Mike? Alexander, I think it's Alexander Petikoff. You're thinking of? Is he going to do the one on local cryptozoology in New England? Yes. Yep. Alexander Petikoff. Yep. Oh, okay. And he's a filmmaker too. Um, Correct. So he's going to be doing a lecture right on that on New England cryptozoology and cryptids. So, um, so that's another way. People, I can learn because I didn't know. I don't know what's in New England. <laughs> I don't know what kind of cryptids <laughs> we have. So awesome. that's going to be a learning experience. I can't wait to hear it. And what about UFOs? UFOs. What kind of sightings do you have in your part of the world? And it can be like the whole, you know, surrounding states. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of activity there. Have you seen well, I one? I haven't. I believe Jamie has. More than one, really, right, Jamie? Yes, I have. I have, and there's um, there's definitely, there's definitely history of sightings within the area. Even in Rhode Island, there's an old uh, there's an old photo that's pretty popular. I forget what year it was from, maybe in the late '60s, that was taken in uh, with Cranston, Rhode Island. But um, I've I've seen um, uh, craft both here in the New England and outside the New England area, which um, were fascinating to me. And um, yeah, there, there's a website. I forget the name of it that lists. Uh, sightings throughout the country, and every now and again, certainly there's, um, you know, reports uh, in the in the New England area, Rhode Island, Connecticut has a pretty active MUFON group too that that um, lists a bunch of sightings within the Connecticut area as well. So, definitely a lot of activity in this part of the world. So it's uh, it's, it's pretty fascinating. I know in upstate uh, Massachusetts, like Western northwestern Massachusetts has had a lot of sightings, and I believe northern New Hampshire has had, there's a special strips or special roads that you can go down to that are are known to have a high UFO um, incident. Yeah, you're right. Uh, That was Betty and Barney Hill, obviously, was New Hampshire. That's a pretty famous case. Right, yeah. Yeah, in Maine was the Allagash abductions. I've met um, mm-hmm. uh, Char- uh, Charlie. He was he's awesome. Uh, I've seen him speak. But the Allagash abductions are pretty famous as well. So certainly Maine, New Hampshire, a lot of famous um, sightings there as well. Is MUFON Rhode Island helping you? Get your UFO network. Um, They're on Facebook. You need to hit yeah, on them the, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they haven't helped with the I, I so reached much out. Yeah, I reached out to them, but I haven't gotten much response from them but you know mm-hmm. well that's okay find a chapter but you know yeah. ken pfeiffer's yeah. the state director of rhode island okay yeah or was yeah. i don't know janet janet knows more about the directors she's working with one this week i don't know about the directors oh you don't you no, I don't. Right, well no let, let no, I never years, <laughs> we're not up on the all the directors okay but you had some lady come on but we'll ask and so make sure rhode island folks rhode island and yep. ufos cotton Rhode Island, and uh, you know we do a lot of UFO stuff. So 
so we're going to do cryptozoology, alienology, phenomenology with X-Files Filers Unlimited. And you're going to hear a lot more. Now, uh, this is Valerie, and she, out of, lo and behold, we believe she has been, uh, got an epiphany <laughs> and inspiration. You, did you really, you know, just really quick, Tell us how, why you wanted to do this, because this is a huge undertaking. we got almost 15 minutes left, so huge undertaking okay. to just say, I'm going to put on this conference, and it's going to be <laughs> maybe, you know, every day, I don't know, three days out of the year. This is huge. Yeah. Mallory, we really respect you. you got to understand, this is me oh. and Janet's life for 12 years, okay? you got to get this. <laughs> this is what we do. So tell us more about why did you get this epiphany or this inspiration? You're an entrepreneur now. Well, well I'm trying to be. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll call, you, I'll call you next week and let you know after the convention and tell you how, how well it went. Um, well, the, um, you know, my life was, you know, had got, you know, status quo and things were going okay. But I, I wanted, I uh, was looking for something to do that was going to be fun, something where I would meet new people. And the other thing was, I didn't have, like, my, I have great friends and stuff and people I know, but they're not really interested in a lot of these same topics I am. They don't, when I ask, when I tell them about, talk about the X-Files, people's eyes glaze over, <laughs> you know, they don't want to talk about UFOs and, you know, they don't read, you know, articles about ghosts or paranormal or they don't read the fate magazine, you know, so on and so forth. So I, I kind of felt like I was in an island. And I wanted to say, well, maybe if if I did a convention, <laughs> um, I could meet people, uh, meet people, we could get together, we could talk, we can learn. And after the convention, uh, we can continue that. And we could meet and talk and about these different topics and explore them and, and, and go and go, you know, just learn and grow and have fun about the, with these topics. So that's why I did it. I and the X Files was doing a resurgence. They, um, you know, they were celebrating their their 25th anniversary was coming up. Uh, they had season 12 um, was coming up, and so there just seemed to be a resurgence. And I realized that there still was a lot of interest in the X Files. People still had, they still had thousands and thousands of fans who just loved and hated the fact that you know it, it you know it wasn't on every single week like it was before um they you know they get angry at chris carter because they don't always like the storyline or how things go but basically they love the show they love the characters and there was a resurgence so it just seemed like it made sense that i would do a convention about something that i wanted to have fun with and to learn with and grow and meet new people and uh, hopefully develop friendships or associations where we can get together and talk about these topics and, 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 and our eyes won't glaze over. <laughs> and that's really, that's the only reason I, those are the reasons I started thinking about this and started doing one thing after another. Wow. I'm absolutely amazed. Well, let's do a, Let's do plan on helping hopefully all this in the future. I love Rhode Island. It's absolutely gorgeous. I used to be a big truck driver too, so I went through there a lot. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm, mm. I'm very excited that you got this going on. I really am. So uh, kudos to you. And uh, wow. And then working with authors too. See, that helps because you've got authors that can bring their books and set up tables that have to do with the paranormal exactly. or ETs. Exactly. And then you've got experiencers. You've got psychics doing yeah. readings. You've got seances. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So this X-Filers. Now, are you doing limited or unlimited? It's X-Filers United, isn't it? United, yes, yes. X-Filers okay. United. Who yeah. thought of the name? Yeah. Uh, me, I did. You are definitely a visionary. This is exciting. So you should, <laughs> we need to write you all up. We, do you have your bio with your press kit, with your photo and all that stuff? No, we need no, to do I, I don't like, I don't like my photo number one. <laughs> Um, well, and I don't really have, like I said, my nine to five job is so different from what, from this. Uh, I don't really have a bio. I haven't written a book. I, you know, I'm just, a, I just, I'm just a fan really. That's how it started. A fan led. I'm well, you're a somebody fan of now. all this stuff. <laughs> you got to get on LinkedIn. Well, um, what about your Facebook? You're a fan on Facebook. So Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. You got Facebook, right? Yeah. Can I be your yep, friend? Yep, it's on Facebook. Yep, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, tell us how um, to get in touch with you on Facebook. You got a X Filers uh, United, yeah, just, right? Just, yeah. Just, yep. Just type that in, and it should come right up. All right. And then uh, we got to get uh, you out there. Janet and I are big on knowing answers are around the world. X Filers United, folks. Let's plug it into Facebook. Janet, plug them in. X Filers, is it X Filers United? Is that what it is? Yep. I've got a web. I've got a web page up for the this uh, show and the other show, and I've uh, tied into all uh, your website. But my site's down right this second. So as soon as we're done with the show, I better call and find out what's going on with my site. But it'll be back up and right. running before tomorrow. Did you put it on TJ Marcy um, T Radio? Our, uh, no, you you you're going to be doing that as that, I'm doing um, that one. side of it. Yeah, okay. you do your T.J. Morris radio, and I do the other stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have just a few minutes. <laughs> and um, is there anything you want to say? Before? We we could end the show a couple minutes, Joey. We don't have to take No, I want to find minute, out on their Facebook. Anything? I can't pull it up under okay, X-Fathers you... United. Jamie, what's up? Okay, talk about the Facebook. X-F-I-L-E-R-S-U-N-I-T-E-D. Is that all one word? It's not coming well, maybe up. You, maybe maybe if you just do X files, X hyphen files, and maybe it'll come up. I mean, that's how oh, usually people find it. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Gosh, you gotta use that. It, yeah. Let me look. Let me see how it comes up, folks, because we gotta get this on our record because this is going up on YouTube. Okay, it's yeah. X dash filers United Convention. Yeah. All yeah. right, and it's real pretty photo. Let me hit like. Let me hit follow me. Oh, it automatically, and because oh, I'm a big X file fan, so now I can talk to you. So I'll put, I'm gonna go in this little box and put hi. Now who's gonna answer this? Is this is this is TJ Morris ET Radio? So you're gonna get one ET Radio, and then will somebody answer me back? You've got 203 people liking this. And so X can let me go. Oh, we gotta market this. See, people in Facebook could do all this free marketing for you, sweetie. So we're gonna get all yeah, excited. This, yeah, go there's ahead. several photos, there's several ads, um, so there's uh, a lot of different ads that people responded to. 
different pictures that they responded to. Um, it's not a great page. Again, I'm not. I I'm not a techie. I'm sure it's someone can really make it much better. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> um, lots of pictures, lots of advertisement right. pages, groups. Let me yeah. look. Can I in your group? Where's your group? Well, let me share it. I have to go put you in all my groups. I've got UFO Secret Space, Janet. What all? I don't even know all our groups. But let me say, Valerie. Uh, Valerie is on. I'm a. I'm gonna say something right now, Valerie. But uh, this is important that you do all your social networking. Valerie is on TJ Morris ET Radio right now. Radio. Oh, great. Now. So this is V-A-L-E-R-I-E, right? And then it's McLaughlin. Right. McLaughlin. Yep. And I will put with J-A-I-M-Y, Jamie Mauricio, M-A-U-R-I-C-I-O, right? Is that Italian? Mauricio? That's correct. Uh, actually, I'm Portuguese, but it may may go back to Italian. <laughs> Amy, J-A-I-M-Y, right? That's correct. All right, yeah. you two. Now, listen, Valerie McLaughlin, right? And it's L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N with Jamie, J-A-I-M-Y. Thanks to Janet Carol Lesson. I'm going to put this post. I'm saying Valerie which on TGMRCT Radio now, but I'm going to put uh, – oh, i got to put Janet's name. See, i got to always remember. You never leave anybody out when you're doing marketing. Don't but, uh, leave out Janet. Janet. No, I can't leave <laughs> Janet out. Let's see. Let's see. It says, oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah. Janet Lesson uh, and Aquarian Radio with uh, Aquarian Radio and uh, Teresa J. Morris. That's me. Is uh, well, mine says now. I've got a. I've got like eighty pages out there, not to mention groups. But I've been doing this, like I said, for years. Janet found out that I was like way back to the beginning. I stayed up at midnight. She couldn't believe me back to 2006 <laughs> <laughs> and stayed up to get my name, Teresa Morris. I was a, I'm a geeky, uh, geeky lady, but see, I was in the military before. So uh, I used oh, to train okay. people yeah, in, in computers. But this is exciting, oh. folks. X Followers United. <laughs> this is the lady and the man getting this started, marketing promoters. <laughs> They're agents, consultants, organizers, entrepreneurs, and even Jamie <laughs> is an author. So now we need Valerie to write up her whole experience on where she got the, the idea, the visionary, and all <laughs> that, like Janet did with Stargate <laughs> to the Cosmos, working with Bob Dean and then bringing Tommy over to me, and then we started TJMRCT Radio. I was actually just being a contactee and an author when Janet came to me. Uh, I was already on some radio shows, and she had been. But uh, I don't I know. I always she make the everybody best out of me. do things up. I make people do things they don't really want to. That's a skill I want to learn. <laughs> I'm not good at that. <laughs> well, she's definitely yeah. They good want at to it. really. There's they wouldn't. I wouldn't be in their lives if they didn't really want to do it. And so you know, everybody <laughs> needs to push her once in a while. Get out there, do that. But you did it yourself, and, and uh, you know, we're very proud of you that you just took the initiative. This is a big deal putting on a conference. I I did one. Uh, I've gone in over my head. I did okay. Uh, my inner critic beat me up and said, you could have done this better and that better. Um, I'd like to do another one down the line, but I need a team. I, I, I'm i so glad you have I friends have that live in the era. Sick. Remember? Yeah, and her I daughter have, was I, sick. I, her her daughter. October. 
she just passed away, folks, March 16th. Oh. So I could do radio oh. shows for Janet and advertising, and I did, and I made her some uh, trailers on uh, YouTube. You know, we got uh, 80 mm-hmm. to 180 on Stargate to the Cosmos. Look them up on YouTube, folks, under TJ Mars CT Radio, TJ Mars Agency. And we would have uh, had time. We would have put them all up for you. But, Jamie, you, who, who's got the more time to work with marketing and promotions, Jamie or Valerie right now? Jamie? Well, you're on the final you stretch. Time. You're on the final stretch. <laughs> have you got time? I said, I said we try to split it as best we can between our jobs. I'd say Valerie and I do a little bit of both. Okay, well, I yeah. emailed you guys, so send me your your uh, press kit, which includes your bio, your uh, your personal biography, yeah. your headshot, and then I need your event, and uh, we'll get it out. And we got websites we can put out, lots and lots of Facebook. But you know, you're still up there in Rhode Island, but you know, we you got to get all the people involved with X Files, your fan base, and then I would definitely call Mufon Rhode Island and ask who the director is, or call. Jan Harzan in California, he'll love that, MUFON, but we'll give MUFON a plug. Jan Harzan, <laughs> H-A-R-Z-A-N, is executive yeah. director of MUFON. So, uh, mm-hmm. but just call and you can look up MUFON Rhode Island, folks, and, you know, get all involved and help Valerie McLaughlin, and we'll get her name up here. And Jamie is one of our authors, and he's a, now an agent consultant and organizer with with Valerie do you say Laughlin McLaughlin? Is it? It's McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Yeah, McLaughlin. Okay. And this is exciting because she's got, let's say, her big visionary quest in life is to get X Filers united. Let's unite, folks, as X-Filers. <laughs> and she's got the name and the event, and it just happens to be way up there. I'd be going. But I'm down here in the bottom in Gulf Breeze. Florida, Janet's in Maui, Hawaii, but between me being in the Florida and her being in Hawaii, we got Rhode Island corner now. Now we can make a perfect triangle, so we're going to have to keep <laughs> you two involved with us, because that'll be great, right? <laughs> part of our, uh, kindred spirits. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, conscious communication is kindred spirits. is called Ascension Age, and that's what I do with 2012 and beyond. And we've got Jamie Mauricio, who did Beyond 2012, folks, so... Uh, you know, let's get involved with that. So we're about growing our tribe. So we are the ACO Paranormal Researchers with Jenna Carolesson. We're about TV shows, movies, varied mysteries in life, and we've got topics of the unexplained. We're doing X-Files and Paranormal Interest with Jamie Mauricio and Valerie McLaughlin. Tonight with Janet Carolesson, Teresa J. Mars. Please find us on YouTube. That's Aquarian Radio and TJ Mars Agency, if you don't mind. Share with us your groups, your social media groups. Find us on Facebook, and please look up, uh, it's called X-Filers United on Facebook, please, and go to x filersunitedcom and that's April 26th through 27th. Get to say Dan Hagelin, you better, you know him better as Langley, our lone government. So, Janet Carolesson, thank you for bringing these folks, and uh I guess we'll Aloha, uh, talk to you blessings. tomorrow night. Goodbye. Right. Aloha. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank Take you. Aloha. Care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Good night.